Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. want to sing about Jesus this morning. We are here to encourage everyone. There is hope, there is peace, and salvation in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
times of storms, times of confusion, he's my peace. Oh! 
blood of Jesus that forgives all my sins. He wipes away all my tears. He wipes away all my shame. Come on, lift your hands and sing it. Reaches. I will reach it. Come on, lift your hands and receive the grace of God. The hope of God.
Hallelujah. Somebody pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for in yourself. Name of Jesus. That the word Father, of give God us, will reach you. Give us the entrance of your the word. The word of God will reach you today. Word, into our lives. Wherever you God, are, the word will be touch you. To us, it will touch your heart. As your word is coming, oh God, anoint Help your word for my life. Help me, Lord. Anoint touch your word for me. Of clay, anoint your word for touch my life. My of clay, in the name of Jesus. I empty my Anoint your servant, oh God. Anoint her child for my word, oh God. Father, anoint her, oh God. Anoint her tongue for me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, oh God. Help me, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Breathe upon me. Breath of God. Breathe upon me. Spirit of the Lord, as I live, my life is a by your mercies, Lord. It is by your mercies, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Please take your seat. We thank the Lord for this afternoon. Today being the first match. Isn't it awesome? For the first of the month to meet you in the church. It means there is a lot of blessings ahead of us. Amen. There are great things ahead of us, amen, that the face of month, you know, the face of everything is very important, like your birthday, the face of the year, the face of the month, they are very special, because it's likened to be 
here, lacking as the womb of a woman. Hallelujah. It opens up and brings forth truth. Hallelujah. So the first of the, first of the month, you being in church is a great thing. Hallelujah. It means mercy shall follow you. Hallelujah. And blessing shall be your portion for this month of March. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank the Lord. You are all welcome. Turn to your neighbor and welcome your neighbor to, to, to church. Welcome your neighbor. Tell him how beautiful, how handsome he's looking. You're looking beautiful. <laughs> I heard somebody say pretty then. That reminds me. Hallelujah. I heard Mama Antidori saying somebody was looking pretty. I have this a young lady that I take care of who is, you know, very beautiful, but the mind is not, you know. And sometimes she looks at me and says that, oh, you are pretty, but she is beautiful. So I'm like, why are you beautiful and pretty? <laughs> Sorry. I know. I didn't really take, you know, take note of that. So she started saying, you are pretty and beautiful. I'm like, why am I pretty and you are beautiful? <laughs> Hallelujah. We are all beautiful, fearful, and wonderful made. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. I bring you greetings from Reverend Kwame, who is soon to be here because we've all missed him. You know? When I was preparing this, I almost called you. I called you ten times in my head. I'm like, Pastor, now for Pastor, you tell him it's okay. So, <laughs> so when the going goes up, I'm like, ah, oh my God. When I think that I'm coming to stand here, I'm like, oh dear, what is this? What kind of punishment? <laughs> <laughs> then I was afraid to call because one, I'm afraid of God. Because when I'm praying, I'm like, anoint me. And I anoint you to do what? To sit down and to do. <laughs> so I was one, afraid I would have called you. And two, <laughs> I was afraid of Reverend Kwame. <laughs> I was afraid of Reverend Kwame. I said, if I do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we thank God that we are here. And because we came, I know the Lord is here. Amen. And you shall be blessed. Amen. Because we came. We thank the Lord. For the past few weeks, we've been, you know, preaching. Reverend started from the book, Many Are Called. Many Are Called. And Pastor Nana continued last week, and I'm also continuing. Amen. Many are called. He said, Many are called. And that includes all of us here. Amen. For us to be called, that is why we are here. Those who are not called are not yet here. Amen. So we are all called by the grace of God. Many are called. But then the scripture also says that even though many are called, it is just few that are chosen. Matthew twenty-two fourteen. For many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, for few are chosen. And I was wondering, thinking, why is it few that are chosen? You see, that means that uh, the few that are chosen probably did something. Hallelujah. That the majority, the many, didn't do or are not doing. Hallelujah. So what is it that the few 
that are chosen dead. So if you and I, we want to be among the chosen, then we have to look into what they did or did not do. Amen. For them to be chosen. So this afternoon, it's 12 already. So this afternoon, I'm going to, we are going to look at why people do not use their talents. Because I believe that those who were chosen, they use their talents. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been chosen. Hallelujah. So we should look at what they did and what they did not do. And copy likewise. Amen. So that we also will be chosen. Matthew 24, 14 to 30. We started this morning. I was supposed to cover 10 points. We only did one and a half or two. You preached, you preached. I would say. <laughs> Can you imagine? Powerful, powerful. But we are moving on. Amen. Amen. Matthew 25, 14 to 30, please. For the kingdom of heaven, I read, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. Hallelujah. A man traveling into a nearby country. Far, far, far country. Far away in Bethlehem. You know, when we were children, we thought Bethlehem was in heaven, isn't it? And so when we went to Israel for the first time, <laughs> I could stand at the window and pinch myself. I'm like, am I really, really <laughs> standing <laughs> on the ground of Jerusalem? It was so, it was like, you know, uh, a dream, you know, come true somewhere. Amen. He says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. This is Jesus speaking. For the kingdom of heaven. We are in the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Many of us don't know that we are citizens of heaven. Hallelujah. And we don't normally remind ourselves. We think that we are from from here, from beneath here. Therefore, all our mind, that is why he says that we should think on things above and not where and not beneath because we don't belong here. Hallelujah. We are citizens of heaven. Tell yourself, I am from heaven. I belong to the king of heaven. Hallelujah. The kingdom, yes. I belong to the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. We have the kingdom of this world. And then we have the kingdom of darkness, and we have the kingdom of heaven. Which kingdom do we belong to? The kingdom of heaven. We have to remind ourselves so many, all the time. Because the scripture is telling us that for the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom that we belong to, the kingdom that you and I, we are part of, the day that we gave our life to Christ Jesus, Jesus left his throne, hallelujah, from heaven, to come down on this earth. Hallelujah. To show us who the Father is. To die and to redeem us and to purchase us. Hallelujah. Before we were from this earth, we were kingdom of this world before. And the kingdom of this world, Adam and Eve gave to Satan. So the king of this kingdom of this world is Satan. Plus the kingdom of darkness, he is the king of both kingdoms. Hallelujah. But when Jesus came, Jesus came to, to give his life. He shared the blood, and that blood purchased you and I from this kingdom 
hallelujah, from this kingdom into his kingdom. So he, Jesus, is our king. That is why he says that even though we are here, we should not think as people from here. We are in this world, but out of this world. We are not here. As he said in John 17, 16, hallelujah. Maybe let's see the prayer that Jesus prayed. And let's take something from there. We will come back to this, our main scripture. John 17, 16. This is Jesus' prayers for the people that he had at that time. Amen. Amen. He said, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So it's through the word of God that we get sanctified. Hallelujah. And get out of this world. You understand? Let's move on, please. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might, might be sanctified through the truth. Uh, truth. Hallelujah. Neither pray I for this alone. This is where we come in. Neither pray I for this alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Hallelujah. So through the word that we believed, we received Jesus into our hearts, and Jesus Christ became our king, our Lord, our savior. Hallelujah. So we, he grafted us into his kingdom. And he is the king. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like in the olden days when uh, Ghana was colonized by the British, whatever. The British wanted to give the, us our dear culture. Hallelujah. That's why they ask you, what's your name? Maybe I'm a man, and they call you uh, what? Janet. Nancy. Felicia. Hallelujah. They were introducing their culture their kingdom. Hallelujah. The same way when we got saved, Jesus said, I must go so that the helper will come. When we received Christ Jesus, he sent us his spirit. And his spirit, the assignment of the Holy Spirit is to help us, train us, teach us about the kingdom of heaven. Help us in this new kingdom. Hallelujah. So we can conform to the kingdom, to the things that are done above. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit came is with us. He came as our teacher, our helper. Hallelujah. Our very, uh, uh, our helper in time of trouble. He is here to teach us about the kingdom, the principles of the kingdom, the, 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 the culture. It's not the same. It is not the same. But I believe that many of us, we don't, we, we really don't think, we know we are in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like this, the kingdom. But we don't really take so much thought about it. That is why we live our lives as if we are here. We are building our mansions, our kingdom here. He says that where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. Hallelujah. But many of us, we've lost focus of who we are. When we read First Peter um, two nine, he says, "But ye are a chosen generation, 
a royal priesthood. Ye, we, you and me. Do you see yourself as a royal priesthood? What is your duty as a priest? A royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth. He chose us to show forth the praises of him who has called us out of this darkness, the darkness of this world, the kingdom of darkness. We were there before because Satan took that thing from Adam and Eve when they submitted to him and obeyed him. He took, because whom you submit yourself to, you become Lord. I mean, you become a servant, a slave to whom you submit yourself to. So when they submitted themselves to the devil and obeyed him, they submitted, they became slaves, and all of us went along. Hallelujah. So Satan ruled over the kingdom of darkness and over the kingdom of this world until we receive Christ. Hallelujah. So he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Isn't God wonderful? So now, look at yourself every morning and tell yourself, you are a citizen of heaven. Hallelujah. You are a citizen of heaven. You have been grafted into the citizen of, I mean, the, the, yeah, the kingdom of heaven. And the Holy Spirit is our governor to teach us the culture. As we read the word, if you don't get the Holy Spirit breathing upon the, just like nothing. But when the Spirit of God comes upon the word that you are reading, he opens it up. He gives you revelation. Light comes. The light that can help you to conform to as a citizen or as an ambassador of the one that we represent. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. So let's continue our scripture. This is just by the way, Matthew 25, 14. For the kingdom of heaven, so this is the kingdom as of slain we are in, is as a man traveling into a far country. So this is the kingdom we are in. It's like a man who has traveled far away. Hallelujah. And because it's not near, because it's very far, most of the time we lose sight. Hallelujah. Like somebody been here, you've been here, you've given your money to somebody in Ghana telling the person to, to, to build you a house and you are traveling, going to a far country and you'll be back. What do you think the person will do with your money? Enjoy himself very well because you've gone far. Hallelujah. He's gone very far and that is how sometimes we are. We've forgotten who we are. We've forgotten that we have a king who is coming back. Because he said he will come back. Hallelujah. So, traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods? 15, please. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his own several ability. And straight away took his journey. Then... He that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. Amen. Amen. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another, other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his lost money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants 
come. Can you give me New Living Translation from here? The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of gold said, Sir, you gave me five bags of gold to invest, and I have doubled the amount. Next 21. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Hallelujah. Amen. Next came the servant who had received the two bags of gold with the report. Sir, you gave me two bags of gold to invest and have doubled the amount. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Amen. Amen. Then the servant with the one bag of gold came and said, I know you are a hard man. Hmm. Harvesting crops you didn't plant. And you gathering crops you didn't cultivate. And I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. And here it is. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. You think I'm a hard man. Do you? Harvesting crops I didn't plant. And gathering crops I didn't cultivate. Well, you should at least have put my money into the bank. So I could have some interest. Hallelujah. Take the money from the servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of gold. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who are unfaithful, even what little they have will be taken away. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Here ends the reading of the scripture. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We can see that the, the 29, the last ending of this scripture is very sad, isn't it? It is very sad because the Lord who gave the talent was not happy about the man who hid that talent, who didn't use it. Hallelujah, he didn't use it. So we want to find out why this man did what he did. Because this man in this picture represents you and I. Hallelujah. He represents you and I. God has given us so many talents. He has given us gifts. What are we using it for? Hallelujah. He has given us. And this morning we started with the fear that he said, I was afraid. So I heard it. And so we spoke length at length on the fear. I can't go, but if I go back, we remain number two. So I have to move on. You can listen to it. Hallelujah. And then the second reason why he hid the lost talent. What did we say? Yeah, just on the just a point on the fear, just in case you, you don't go back to listen. You see, Jesus uh, uh, Bishop said in his book 
that when God told him to write or even to start the church, he was so much afraid. Amen. And his good assistant told him that they should go to the nearby town and open it there. So just in case it doesn't work, they will clean their mouth nicely and come back to the city and nobody will know what they did. <laughs> Hallelujah. But then, you know, he kind of, uh, 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 he, he fought and, and, and did the very thing that he was afraid of. And now look at the church of a thousand branches worldwide. Isn't God amazing? If Bishop had listened to his fear, he wouldn't have started the church. And where would all of us, where would we have been? Hallelujah. So the, the lesson we took from it was that whatever God has given to us or whatever God asks us to do, it will come with some fear attached to it. Hallelujah. I mean, in, in the church or as a Christian, whatever God asks you to do, if it's witnessing, going to, you know, evangelizing, it comes with some fear and some questions like, what if this person uh, uh, snob me? What if he doesn't mind me? What if, and we, me, I have a way to size them up. This one looking at you, not even mind me. Let me not waste my time and I move on. Just covering myself. You see, I'm like the one unprofitable servant. It's a fear. Fear of what the person will know. And so what? If he doesn't receive it, so what, what would it change? It will not change nothing. Hallelujah. We are from heaven. We are citizens of heaven. We are masters from heaven. He has called us for a purpose. There is a reason why he left us here. Not that we build mansions and live our lives up and down. Look the way we struggle. We get up in the morning. Quick, 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 we run, we go. By the time we come, we are so tired that even food sometimes is hard. We can't, we are not able to eat. And then we go to bed, and the following morning, we get up. Wake up to pray. Ooh, it's a problem. It's a problem. The thing that will take us beyond this world, the things that will get us beyond this world, all the money that we acquire, sometimes I ask myself, I ask my husband, when he's like, let's do this, I'm like, hey, why? Why are we going to, when are we going to live our lives? <laughs> when are we going to live, let's live our lives, when? 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 Huh? Let's do this and let's do that, I am tired. <laughs> I am tired, Hallelujah. If I add 30 more years to my age as I'm standing here, do you know how old I will be? Why? What am I struggling for? That we are going to live here. If it's a mansion that I built here, I will live it here on this earth and go. And because of this mansion, we are not able to come to church. Because of this mansion, we are not able to do what the Lord is telling us to do. And then we will die and leave the mansion here and go. Where? Where is our treasure? When we are there, where will our treasure be? May God have mercy on us. And help us to reorient ourselves and our mind and our thinking. So that we will not be like the unprofitable servants. Myself included. Hallelujah. I was telling myself, this topic, I shouldn't have preached it. I'm like, God, why? <laughs> why are you asking me to preach this? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
But I'm praying that after this, standing here to preach, the Lord will help me and give me the grace to do what I'm supposed to do. Amen. Amen. So the profitable servant, well, the bishop said, writing books, he was afraid. Starting crusade, he was afraid. Praying for the sick, he was afraid. Everything that God asks us to do, it's called, it comes with fear. You have to push, and he said that he learned to overcome fear by confronting the very thing. Hallelujah, that you are afraid of. So take it, put it in your pocket. Whatever makes you afraid, confront it. Do the same thing. Do that very thing. And you shall overcome it. Hallelujah. With God on your side, you will overcome it. Amen. In your own life, whatever that you are afraid of, do it. You are a child of God. He will back you. Just make sure you include him when you are doing it. Amen. Start with him. He's the Alpha Omega. He starts and finish. If you are in the middle, don't call him. Forgive. <laughs> Most of the time, we start our own thing, and in the middle, we bring it. We are looking for wife. We are looking for marriage, husband to marry, wife to marry. We look at the picture. We look to whom for to whom to to whom does it belong to, and then we come and bring the person before the altar. And now, in the middle of it, when when after the tumult, I showed you. <laughs> when the Tuhutu has showed you, now you are crying unto God. God bless my marriage. And God, did you include him in the beginning? He's the Alpha Omega. He's not just Omega. He starts and he finishes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So fear, we have to overcome fear by confronting the very thing that makes us afraid. Hallelujah. And the second reason why this man did what he did was that he hid his gift. He, we read it. He dig the floor, the ground, and hid it there. Hallelujah. So what is the gift that God has given to you? What do you have in your hands? Hallelujah. What has God given to us that you are hiding? That you don't want anybody to know that you know how to sing. So you are hiding that singing. Hallelujah. You don't want anybody to know. But then... <laughs> Auntie Felicia is preaching her message. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is it that God has given to us that we are hiding it? You see, some of us have very beautiful smile. We are nice to look upon. When we come to church, turn to your neighbor even to say, hi, it's a problem. As soon as we are sharing the grace, by the time we, we, we reach uh, and there were your leg, one leg is outside and one leg is here. It's like on your mask, get happy. Off you are gone. What is it that God has given to you? Everything that we have, it is for his kingdom's sake. Hallelujah. It is for his kingdom's sake, his accomplishment. Every, your accomplishment, your skills. Some people can speak very well. Me, when I was little, I never spoke. Oh. My mom said he took me, she took me everywhere. I was going now, I was just, you know, and I, I was observing everything in my head. Wherever she takes me, they tell her, leave her, and when she's ready, she will talk. I never spoke for a long time, and when I started speaking, I was tongue-talking. That's what I used to do. Even when I went to secondary school, I started with that, that when I speak, my tongue comes, you know. And I thought that everybody was, when they used to tell me that I talk funny, I'm like, 
I was thinking mine is correct. Everybody's <laughs> one was <laughs> Everybody's told. Until I went to secondary school and I realized that this thing is a problem. When I came home, I looked, used to stand in the mirror and try to speak and put my tongue behind my teeth. That is how I trained myself to, you know, speak properly. Wow. Hallelujah. Some of, us, some of you, so there are certain words it's so hard for me to, because I don't have that free tongue. And my children, all of them, I think two of them, we went to sleep under their tongue. Hallelujah. But some of you don't have that problem. And look at me standing here. When I was, uh, uh, I was preparing this message, I kind of looked at the things on the fear. I was looking for the things that make us afraid. And one was, the first one for the whole America was speaking in public. I'm like, hey, God, that you have done well. <laughs> and then the second one was, I think, the fear of death. And then loneliness was next to follow. That they will be lonely, loneliness, hallelujah. And that's the heart and the fear of people. And they are, people need the Lord, hallelujah. People need the Lord. They are out there, they are afraid they'll be lonely. It's third number three out of ten. Fear in America, hallelujah. Yeah, so whatever gift that God has given to you, if it's intelligent, use it for his kingdom. Hallelujah. If it's accomplishment, use it for his kingdom. Whatever that he has given to you, use it. Some people can talk very well. You can, you know, win the whole world with your, your mouth. But we are rather using it for other things. Other things. Hallelujah. Let's use the gift that God has given to us. And he will bless us. Amen. We are moving on. The third reason why people this man did not use his talent or us. We don't use our talent. It's with despise, despising your gift. Hallelujah. Despising your gift. Why? He was given one talent. So he was like, what is this among many? John, nine, uh, John 6, 9, please. John 6, 9. This is when Jesus was teaching and multitude. I've come to listen to him. The disciples were telling him that they should send the people away because it was getting late and the people were hungry. And nine said there, so Jesus asked them to sit down so that uh, they feed them. And they were like, how are we going to feed this multitude? How? And then one of them, I think Peter said, Andrew, yes, yeah, Simon Peter. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad here which had five barely loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Hallelujah. Make them sit. What is this among so many? Matthew 14, 21. We don't use our gift because we think it's too little. What is this among so many? We compare ourselves to, uh, if it's prayer, we are comparing ourselves to Pastor Nana. Or when I start praying like him, then I will join the prayer band or the prayer group. What is this among so many? Matthew 14, 21. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men beside 
women, and children. Hallelujah. This is what this loaves and two fishes did. It fed 5,000. And afterwards, no, they are, not this one. But afterwards, they gathered how many baskets for? 12, yes, 12 baskets for of the pieces that was left. Hallelujah. It was small. It was just two fishes and five loaves. And 5,000 people ate and gathered after the pieces that were left on the ground, 12 baskets for. Isn't God amazing? What do you have in your hand? What has God given to you? Whatever he's given to you, use it. Hallelujah. Use it because it multiplies with the usage. Hallelujah. Whatever God has given to you, use it. Zechariah 4, 7 to 10. Who art thou? Nothing, not even a mighty mountain will stand in Zerubbabel's way. It will flatten out before him. Then Zerubbabel will set the final stone of the temple in place, and the people will shout, May God bless it. May God bless it. Eight. Then another message came to me from the Lord. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple, and he will complete it. Then will you know that the Lord Almighty has sent me. Hallelujah, the Lord Almighty. This is when they were building the, the temple, and their enemies were making fun of them. That what are you people doing? Hallelujah. But then God came through and told them that Zerubbabel has started this temple and his hand will finish. Not anybody said, what is it that you have started? Hallelujah. With God on your side, God with you, you will finish. Hallelujah. What is it that God is asking you to do? To be a shepherd, what is it that you are hiding from? With God on your side, you'll be able to do them. Hallelujah. When God called Daniel, I mean, God called uh, Moses, Moses had a rod. What is this among many? Moses had a rod. It was just a rod, but God used him. By this rod, he was able to deliver the Israelites. What do you have? What has God given to you? Whatever he has given to you, it is for his kingdom. Hallelujah. It is for his kingdom. So let's put it to use so that we don't become like the unprofitable servant. Hallelujah. We'll move on. I have so many points under that, but I want to move on so we can finish the remaining. Amen. So whatever God has given to you, use it. Bishop said that, um, you know, all along he's been praying to God and so praying to God to see Jesus. How many of us know about that story? That year. He's praying so hard to see Jesus, but he has not seen Jesus yet, up to now. 
Hallelujah. And he said that if he sees Jesus or doesn't see Jesus, wouldn't, you know, he would just read the word of God. He would read the Bible and see Jesus right in the Bible. Hallelujah. He would see Jesus right in the Bible and believe that Jesus is speaking to him by what he's reading. Hallelujah. And that is how first love that we are, our children, is, uh, they are all enjoying. That is how first love came about. He did not dream any dream. He did not see no vision. He did not see no Jesus telling him to go and start first love. He read the scriptures saying, you have left your first love. And he was wondering, Jesus is telling me I've left my first Where have, what I'm doing crusade, I'm doing this, what else? Hallelujah. And look what the first love is now. What is God telling us? That we are waiting to see uh, 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 horses from <laughs> the heaven open and then see Jesus descending and ascending. Then we will know that he's talking to us. Hallelujah. What is he? What is it that when we read the scripture, he's telling us? Many of us read the scripture as like a storybook. Even if we read it, because we start, we don't finish one sentence. <laughs> the next thing we realize, we are snoring. <laughs> we are snoring. How can we see Jesus? Because in the morning that we are supposed to wake up and at least 10 minutes, start with 10 minutes, 15 minutes, before we go out, in the morning we sleep, ah, uh, and those of us who join the prayer, that's why we finish quarter to six, uh, uh, 5.30, so that you can have the half an hour at least to look through something, hallelujah, before we go. But most of us don't join anyway. And then we will sleep at uh, the time we wake up on your mask, get set, go. The race starts. But we don't forget to eat our breakfast. And we don't forget to brush our teeth. But for the Bible, we will forget. The bread for the soul, for the spirit, we will forget. Amen? We will forget. May God have mercy upon us. Amen. Whatever that he has given to us, may we use it to good, may we put it to good use. May we not despise our, our, our gifts. Hallelujah. May we not despise what he has given unto us. Daniel 170, I will not read it. Daniel found himself in the land of uh, uh, Babylon as a captive. Hallelujah. And then the king said, one, from one going, the king, he, they selected them because they were goodly to look on and all that. So they were in the king's palace. And then the king fed them because they, he wanted to use them, you know, whatever for the palace. So if you are in the palace, you should look good. So he has special food that, you know, he gave to them. He has special food that he gave to them, the meat sacrificed to the idols and all that. So Daniel, this is Daniel from Judah, hallelujah, who has found himself in a strange place with strange people, with strange culture, and strange God, like you and I and our children, we found ourselves in. Hallelujah. He didn't have anything, 
But then he believed in his God and he stood firm in his conviction and said that I am not going to eat the meat sacrificed to these idols. Hallelujah. And then he stood and God gave him favor. By the end of the trust uh, season, he, he and the three friends, were, two friends, were looking very uh, 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 <laughs> voluptuous. <laughs> Hallelujah. Very well, you see. And right there, Daniel, because Daniel purpose in his heart, he would not defile himself. He didn't have anything, just his faith, just his conviction that I will not eat. You know, he knew, knowing that this food has been sacrificed to the idols, he said, I will not be part of it. I don't want to be part of it. And God came through for him. In the end, this same, you know, uh, 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 by doing that, he was elevated. Hallelujah. He was elevated through this, this very little conviction that you and I have. How many times do we go over our, our conviction, thinking that it doesn't matter? Oh, nobody is here after all. And we want to be like everybody. Hallelujah. We want to talk like them. We want to do what they are doing. Daniel stood. And if we have time to read, you would have realized how God promoted him. And through this, after this, I think 18, Daniel 1, 18, let's see what God did. Now, at the end of the days that the king has said, he should bring them in. Then the prince of the eunuch brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king com communed with them. And among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle and Azariah. Therefore, stood they before the king. Hallelujah. Amen. I think other translations say God gave them wisdom, Daniel especially, wisdom, interpretation of dreams and all that. And this interpretation of dream, that is what made him interpret the dream that Nebuchadnezzar dreamt some time to come. You see, and yes, and these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Hallelujah. So whatever God, we will come to it later. We will pause Whatever God gives to us, whatever we have in our hands, we must use it to the glory of his name and for his kingdom. Amen. We are going to use it. We don't want to be like the unprofitable servant. If it's singing, sing to the glory of God. Even me, I sing. If it's teaching, teach. Hallelujah. If it's mentoring somebody, there are a lot of young men here who, needs, who need mentors. Hallelujah. Let's give our service to the kingdom of God and God will bless us. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move on. So what is the next one that this man did? In the book, Bishop says, overestimate the, the abilities. Sometimes we think that, oh, certain things are beyond us. Hallelujah. This man thought that, what am I going to do with one? Looking at me, I deserve to have some of the five. Why one? Why should I have one? 
and not five. What, what did the other person who had five date to get the five? I should also get the five. So he just put it somewhere. Hallelujah. Overestimating of our abilities. The word of God said that the, 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 man, the, the, the man gave unto them according to their abilities. Ability, isn't it? Yeah, so whatever God has given to you, that is what he knows that you are capable of. Start with it, and as you start with it, you will increase it. Amen. Some of us don't want to start from one. We want to start from the start up from the top. The only, uh, uh, they say the only job that they start from top is grave digging. Hallelujah. But in the kingdom of God, it's not like that. In the kingdom of God, everything that God starts, he starts small. Like a master seed. Last week we saw master seed by uh, Ketesu of uh, Pastor Nana. We saw master seed, how little it is. That is how the kingdom of God starts. So if we are waiting for the, as we are sitting there, gift will just increase like that before we start. Then we wait for a long time. Amen. Whatever God has given to us, let's do. We shouldn't ever uh, overestimate our abilities. Romans 12, 3 says that, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. That we should not think of ourselves more. There are some jobs some of us think that is, is like cleaning of the, of, the, of, the, of the house of God and cleaning of the bathrooms. That's a job. <laughs> we see it as menial job. That, that's, that job, if you, I used to do it in uh, 42nd Street. I used to do it with my child, wherever, and I gathered some few wonderful women of God who were with me. We used to sweep the hall. That's what the, the, what, what the health ministry is doing now. That's what we started it. And we're very happy. Sometimes that time, I think, uh, Reverend became uh, uh, assistant pastor. So when I'm doing it, people will come, oh, uh, uh, to Pamela or whatever they call me. I forgot the word. <laughs> Don't do it. And as if you know the blessing that is in this. And I, I insisted doing it. In Newark, I used to do it, and then they would not let me. You understand? I used to, why can't I? Don't I sweep my, my, my house? Don't I sweep the bathroom? What is beyond me? And if I'm doing it for the house of God, why can't I? What is beyond me? Why can't I? The kingdom of God, you see, the way up is the way down. Hallelujah. The way up, in the kingdom of this world, the masses, they lord it. They should be, you know, see that here. But in the kingdom, if it's the kingdom of heaven that we are part of, then things are done differently. Hallelujah. And must find out how things are done. Amen. And do them because that is where the blessing of God is. Amen. So I'm moving on. They showed me my card five minutes more. <laughs> the next, the next, uh, the reason why the next reason is that because of laziness. What did this man say? 
Matthew, laziness has come back, isn't it? It was in the preaching last week, and it's back today. Matthew 25, 28. It says, take therefore the talent from him and give it. No, not 25. It says here, his Lord, 26, 25, 26. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Thou wicked and slothful servant. Thou knowest that I reap where I sow not and gather where I have not strawed. Hallelujah. Thou wicked and slothful servant. Saying this, you know, a thought just came to me that the virus meeting ourselves. Sometimes we, we, we are looking for job. Hallelujah. Maybe we are there, we don't have any job, and uh, somebody offers us a position, and we look at ourselves and think that I'm beyond this. Hallelujah, I am beyond this. The Lord is telling us that whatever it is, take it, start with it. Hallelujah, start with it, and it will grow. If you are beyond that, God himself knows, and he will take you and promote you right where you are. But start as it is, Amen. Nothing is beyond us, children of God. Our God sat very small. Jesus, when he was coming on this earth, did not come as a mighty king from right, dropping from heaven, from the sky down, for everybody to know if it was you and I, that's why maybe you would have come. Everybody would know that we are there. You understand? He was born. Even a woman who wasn't married. Controversy right there. Who is your, chance, uh, your child's father? Hallelujah. That is how he came. So the kingdom of heaven, we start things very little. So whatever God has given to you, whatever your hands finds to do, do it, and do it as if you do for the Lord, and he will bless it. Hallelujah. Amen. Just, just to backtrack. Now on the laziness, he said, Thou slothful servant, you know, Whatever you have, the kingdom of heaven is a hard work. The Bible says no meat and drink. Hallelujah. For you to wake up to read your Bible, it takes time. You have to invest time in it. For you to wake up and pray, you have to invest time. Everything that we do in the kingdom of heaven, it takes time. What do we, I mean, even in this world, what can we do if we don't, I mean, what do we do that we don't invest time in? Anything that is good, that is worthwhile, we invest time. If it's education that we want to go to the highest and become a medical doctor, you see how much time you have to put in, how much studies you have to put in, but we want to be in the kingdom of heaven. We don't want to read our Bible. The manual to teach us who we are and the manual to show us what God has given to us, we, can't, we don't want to touch it. How can we benefit? We make a lot of mistakes because that candle... Your, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. We are not following it. So we go and we knock him, then we come back. We go and we knock and we fall down. We sustain a lot of bruises, useless bruises, because of laziness. Hallelujah. Because of laziness. So everything, Bishop said, everything that we do in the house of the Lord, it, uh, uh, it requires time. And it requires energy. Hallelujah. 
for you to fast, you have to fast. You have to invest some time and some, some, some what? Fasting is difficult, isn't it? That is when you start seeing double. The ceilings are going around and it's like, ah, why am I tormenting my soul? <laughs> why am I tormenting my soul for? Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven is hard work. Hallelujah. If we don't want, you know, what we have to be taken from us, we don't want to hear that we are, we are I mean, to, to go, to be cast out to utter darkness, then we have to put our gifts into use and not be lazy about it. In our own personal lives, sometimes we want to, you know, do well, we want to do all that, but still we are lazy. We will not wake up to go and look for a job. We are looking for a job. We sit down. Most that we will do is to pray. And then we think that the job will drop from heaven and come and land on our, on our laps. It doesn't work that way. After prayer, you have to put action to it. Go and trust God that your God will give you favor wherever you go. Hallelujah. So laziness steals from us. Laziness kills. Hallelujah. Proverbs 22, 13, I'll quickly read. It says, the slothful man said, there is a lion out there. Hallelujah. I shall be slain in the street. And we give excuses. There is a lion. We are not going. Uh, Proverbs 24, 33 says, yet a lot of sleep, a lot of slumber, a lot of folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and I want as an armed man. Poverty, spiritual poverty and proper poverty. <laughs> Physical poverty. If we fold our hands and, 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 and sleep and be lazy about it, that's what the word is telling us. Hallelujah. We're going to rise up. We're not going to be lazy. You're not going to be ex give excuses. Uh, if I go, they will not listen to me. If I speak to him, he will not mind me. If I do this, we are not going to give all those excuses. Let's call them. If you see some Holy Spirit tells you, talk to whoever. If you get the prompting, hallelujah, go for it. The worst that the person will do is, I don't want to know. I don't want to hear. So what? What will it change from you? It will not make you tall taller than what you are. It will not make you shorter than, not fat and not slim. You will still be the same. Hallelujah. And the person who say he doesn't want to know, the person, who is the person that we are afraid or ashamed of for thinking what the person is going to say before I remove my heart. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to give excuses. And the next reason why this man said is that he did not want to be cheated. Hallelujah. He did not want to be cheated. That's Philippians 2, 5, and 7. He said that you sow where you reap where you have not sown, isn't it? So to the man's mind, let me put this money. Why should I put it to use and increase it? And when he comes, he's going to take it from me. Hallelujah. He says, who is, who is working? Monkey, they work. Babu, they chop. He didn't want to be cheated. Amen. And because of that, he will hide the money. He will hide the talent. Amen. When we are like, invite people, invite people. It's like, oh, 
uh, the church, we see it's for the pastor. So when the souls are increased, the souls are for the pastor. Hallelujah. But you know what? Uh, we've forgotten that we are looking for hazards. So let's pray for this. So it's like, it, will not even, it doesn't even kill flies. That is how our Savior is. When you work for, you work for him, even though you are working for him, 10 to 21, I will hold you responsible, demanding your blood for this. If you want them and on sinning and refuse to repent, they will die in their sins. But you will have saved your life because you did what you were told to do. Because if that one save is forever safe, this is the word of God. It may be Old uh, Testament, it does not change it. If good people turn bad and don't listen to my warning, they will die. If you did not warn them of the consequences, then they will die in their sins. Their previous good deeds won't help them. And I will hold you responsible, demanding your blood for this. 21. But if you want them and they repent, they will live and you will have saved your own life too. Hallelujah. Have we gotten something to, uh, this afternoon? God sent his son to come and die for us since, amen, and to save us and redeem us from eternal damnation. He commissioned us to go and preach the gospel to everyone so that they will be saved. Are we going to use our talent, our gifts, our money, our accomplishment to push the gospel, to push the kingdom of God, to build his work, hallelujah, are we going to use it so that when we, he comes, all of us will be happy. We will not be like the unprofitable servants. As we have read, as we have heard, may God help us to condition our, our hearts, to position ourselves, to see ourselves as citizens of heaven, that we are not just here living our lives and marrying and going and coming and going and coming and building whatever we want to build and by the end of the day we just die and that's the end of it. No. We are here for a purpose. He left us here for a purpose. There is a reason why he left us here. Let us find out why he left us as we have heard this morning and let us pursue it. And when he comes, we shall all rejoice with him. We shall all celebrate with him. Let's put our hands together and let's be on our feet. And let's pray. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Create me, Lord. Create me a clean Oh, Lord, and renew every 
Jesus this afternoon. Can you please raise up your hand so I can pray with you? Can you please raise up your hand? If it starts from there, it starts from there. It starts from there. He called us and whatever he did for us, it is up to us to receive him, to accept it. And once we believe in what he came to do, once we believe and, and, and welcome him, we, we acknowledge what he did and say, yes, Lord, I want you to come and be my Lord. I want you to be my Savior. Hallelujah. The Bible says right now, if you do that, you say that, you say from your heart a minute, from your heart right today, all your sins will be forgiven and you'll be born again. You'll be born into the kingdom of the Most High God. Hallelujah. And when he comes back for his people, you also will be able to go with him. So if you are here, you want to give your life to Christ, please raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. It's a free gift. We did nothing for this. And by the end of the day, none of us will stay on this earth. All of us will pass on. All of us, but our spirit man doesn't die. No, no spirit dies. But then God, just as you and I, will not accept any stranger into our home. God doesn't accept everybody because he created us all. No. He will accept only those that have given themselves to him. Hallelujah. Just as you and I, we will not open our lives, our doors to any stranger. God also will not open his door to any stranger unless you receive him by receiving Jesus Christ. And as you do that, you become a child of him. So if you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Christ Jesus. Last time, last chance. If you are here, you, you, something is telling you, come, this is your day. Come forward and let us pray together. The joy 
for yourself all of us we hear the word of God pray for yourself pray for yourself pray for yourself uh, renew your commitment to the Lord tell him tell him that you've heard him and you're going to do with this help with the help of the Holy Spirit we are going to put our talents into use with the help of the Holy Spirit whatever he has given to us it may be small it may be big but we are not going to dig it, we are not going to sit on it, but we are going to put it to use, that it will grow, it will increase, that when our Lord and our Master comes back, He will be happy with us. Somebody pray for yourself. Father, thank you, Mashika, Soya, Babebe. Thank you for the word, my God, that has come, my God. Father, I pray for myself, oh my God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you give me the grace, Lord. Father, give me the grace to do what you called me to do, Lord. Father, give me the grace. Open my ears, open my heart, Lord. That I will hear your spirit, my God, speaking to me, Lord. Father God, whatever you have given to me, I pray for the grace. Uh, the grace to put it to use in the name of Jesus. That when you come back, my God, I will not, my God. You will not see me as a lazy. You will not see me as a wicked because I didn't do anything. But you will tell me, enter into the joy of your Lord. Father, I thank you this afternoon. Help all of us here, all of us, my God. Help us, my God, to fulfill your plans and purposes for our lives. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed with thanksgiving, and everyone will say amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. We thank the Lord. Today is first Today is first of the month. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.